Hello, how are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Our podcast, our spiritual podcast, how are you doing? I am Deepak, I feel fantastic. I'm a student of the game about uh, positivity, law of attraction, Abraham Hicks, personal development, self-help, you can call it, life hacks, positive thinking, positive feeling, positive actions. I'm one of those people and so are you, I hope. Otherwise, why would you listen to this? So I am sharing my life from the perspective of my own uh, life experience, living here in the suburbs of Chicago for now, in in America, in Illinois. I know people are listening worldwide, so I'm in uh, a state called Illinois, middle of the country, Midwest. And I'm big time into love attraction, huge, huge, spirituality, huge. You know this, right? Of course. So I, this is our weekly chat. We're going to talk about stuff. Well, you're going to listen, and I'm going to talk. And my job is to make it entertaining for you to pass some time. There's nothing really to learn. This is a chill time. I just want to have a chill time, us together. Let's pass some time in a positive way. Let's influence each other and uh, create a better life vibrationally. So I want to tell you about this. Like I found one of the greatest tools of all time, a few of them. I've been blogging about them, but this is the first time I'm explaining how I use it in this podcast with you. And if you know about this, you're ahead of the game. I just figured this out like a few days ago. Backstory. Do you ever wonder like what your vibration is, right? How are you feeling? Now we know generically that we can feel good or bad, and we can generically know, yeah, I'm in the vortex. I feel good. I feel clear, right? You know, that's the first four vibrations on Abraham's emotional guidance scale. But how do you really know? That was a question I had for many years. And a couple of years ago, I was learning a coding language called Python. It's like a computer programming language that's popular, and I took a couple of courses in it, finished a couple of courses in it, and I thought, well, what if I build something that like, like a computer can tell me my vibration just by the way I talk, type? It was a little chatbot kind of thing. So that was kind of my background into it. Now, Law of Attraction brought me the answer like a few days ago. It was right under, it was right there. It was already created. Okay, so there's an app called Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, Grammarly, Grammarly, Grammarly. You can get it on your phone. I got it on my iPhone. I got it on my laptop. You can have a browser extension or you can have the editor. There's a free version and then there's the paid version. I tried the free version. So on the iPhone, when I type, uh, in Google Docs or a notepad or even a text message, Grammarly becomes one of the keyboards. You can install it as a keyboard in the phone, uh, the free, uh, free or the paid one, and it will correct my grammar. Misspellings, commas and capitalizations, and you get good grammar out of it. And I thought, oh, my writing is getting better with this app. How It's like having like a virtual uh, teaching aid, teaching assistant or a professor, right? A computer kind of tells you how your writing is. Is it clear? Is it tentative? Is it wordy? Too many adverbs, right? That kind of stuff. So you can make it clear and concise and proper. And then if there's another section called tone detector, tone analyzer. Tone. It'll tell you how your writing sounds to the other person, most likely. This is how it sounds, according to the computer, right? The AI artificial intelligence algorithm is using, you know, whatever technology to figure out. Do these words sound happy to another person? Do these uh, words sound angry? Does it uh, sound confused? Right, there's a few tones. Oh, my goodness. When I found that out, I was like, this is the greatest tool ever created. Now, I have two more for you. I use all three. Don't need to use all three, but I like to use all three. 
So let's say you're a person who does morning pages. I'm sure you've heard of morning pages, right? Julia Cameron, The Artist's Way. It was one of our processes where uh, you wake up and you freehand write three pages of anything you want. Toss it away. But you're kind of emptying out the mind. Joel Osteen calls it emptying uh, the negative or something like that, right? Emptying the negative. I think that's one of his most popular videos on YouTube. I've heard it a million times. And uh, this, in this way, you're kind of emptying it onto a page so your brain does not have to think about it anymore. So you can use your morning pages for how you're feeling that day. You can vent, complain. You can do whatever you want, but just three pages, handwritten and get it out of there. And I'm sure some of you have done it, probably a lot of you. And you can do it on the computer if you want, right? I usually used to open Google Docs and just write whatever I felt like. But if you know about law of attraction, whatever you focus on becomes more, right? You'll notice if you were a morning pages person that some days when you write, you feel really great. Some days when you write, you feel really bad because you're venting and it may bring you down. So it really depends if it's helpful or not. So let's say, let's say you wake up and you write something in your notepad on the phone or laptop or Google Docs or some kind of typed format, right? And then you enter, you know, copy and paste it or analyze it using the Grammarly app. It'll tell you how you sound. And then I copy the same thing into a website called HemingwayApp.com. The official uh, name is Hemingway Editor. Uh, you can buy it, but there's a free version on their website. I can copy and paste the text into that app, and it'll tell me if my writing is clear and bold or passive, if I'm using too many adverbs or not, if there are any hard to read sentences, if there are very hard to read sentences. So there's kind of a few categories. Uh, that's more about a clear, concise writing, which is thinking, right? You know? So when you're think, uh, when your writing becomes clearer, your thinking becomes clearer. And when your thinking becomes clearer, your writing becomes clearer. It goes both ways. So HemingwayApp.com, I put my, my writing in there and seeing how it goes and fixing the errors. And then this is a website that I had bookmarked a while ago, but I rediscovered it. If you type in tone analyzer into Google, you'll find this link. Uh, it was on my website too. I'll put it somewhere, maybe on this post on my blog. Uh, it's on the first page. It's called the IBM Watson tone analyzer free. There's a free version on the web and you can copy and paste. It will also tell you how you sound, but a little bit different than Grammarly. So my new game, my new vibrational game is, I can write whatever I want, however I'm feeling, it's okay to admit it. You feel how you feel, right? Abraham says, you feel how you feel. You don't want to put a, in their terms, a happy face sticker on an empty gas gauge. I'm sure you've heard of that if you're an Abraham fan. That's another way to say that is, let's say you're really angry, but then you just smile and go, oh yeah, no, I'm really happy but everybody knows you're angry. It's okay to say you're angry, but then you can move up the scale. You want to be happy, but you're not right now, but that's okay that you're not right now. But we're acknowledging I feel angry and I want to feel happy. And it takes a process. You can do a process like a focus wheel, Abraham process, right? Think a better thought, Abraham process. You can meditate. Abraham, all these are Abraham processes, pretty much. You can meditate, you can appreciate, you can make a list of positive aspects, right? You can reframe as cognitive behavior kind of thing, cognitive behavior therapy, reframe a negative into a positive. Byron KT process is a great uh, reframing process where you turn around your negative thought into a positive and find examples of it. It's called the work. You can find videos on YouTube, and I'm sure you know about this. She's got a books and uh, the process is free on their website. It's just a reframing. You write what you feel like and you change it. If you do EFT, if you go to a counselor, if you go to a mentor, if you go to anybody. So we admit how you feel, right? So you can do that on uh, 
a Notepad or a Google Docs, and that's fine. You feel a certain way. I mean, you when you put it into the Grammarly or the Hemingway app or the Tone Analyzer, you feel disconnected from the writing for a second because you're like, oh, it says I, I sound uh, sad and confused, let's say. Oh, okay. Now my job is to write something that shows up as joyful and happy. Something that I mean. You're not making things up. You're just whatever. You have to get there. It's work. So nowadays when I write, you know, it's like joy. Almost everything I write is joy because I've had a lot of practice. And if I don't feel joy, sometimes it says tentative. So I'm working on that. Don't use a passive tone. Be more assertive in my writing. And I'm sure that will translate into more assertiveness in my life too because it changes your thinking. You know, while you write, you change your mind. So that's, I don't know, not writing in passive tone by writing more clear, concise, confident, more joyful, and more happy, right? So these kind of tones, it'll tell you. So Grammarly, I love it so much. So much that I bought the subscription for it. It's per month. Uh, there's a per month fee for, I guess, a lot of writers and businesses are wondering what your tone is. Let's say you send a, a email to customer service. They can analyze it to see if you're angry or not and have data. For business, it's a big deal. So there's a lot of tone analyzation going on. If you chat in the chat, you know, chat app or uh, they can read your tweets and see how customers feel about a certain brand automatically, right? They can uh, gather up the data. What are people talking about on iPhones the last 12 months? They can scour Google and Facebook and Twitter and whatever and get like a, okay, overall vibration about their products. So companies are ahead of this. I really just wanted it for myself, but I found that it exists and it's pretty much free. Uh, so that is my newest law of attraction tool that I absolutely love. And I want to share with you, if you don't know about it, look up tone analyzation written. Specifically, you can do Grammarly. That's the one I know about. HemingwayApp.com, IBM Watson Tone Analyzer. Written words. And write what you feel like. See how it comes out. Write a paragraph. So if I was doing this, uh, let's say a friend came to me and uh, they're like, well, let's say or a client or something, you know, hypothetical. If you're a therapist or a counselor, right? You, or a law of attraction coach. You could say, well, write something. What, how do you feel? You know how, like, when you, when you talk to a practitioner? Uh, on betterhelp.com, I had to do this. On brightside.com, I had to do this. And um, if I email back in the day, like, you know, EFT practitioner, you kind of write your story. Why are you coming to me for help? Like, what's, the, what's, the, what's on your mind? Right, that kind of thing. So I would have somebody write that out. Now, I would read it, and I would know how, the vibration of it. I could tell, right? Oh, it sounds frustrated, or it sounds like they're focusing on the negatives, or they're, looking, they're not looking at the positives right now, and, or they have grief, or whatever the thing is. And then you can have data. You just enter it into Grammarly and all these apps, and it'll kind of give you a, a background, like another second and third opinions about the vibration. And then you can be like, oh, this is how you sound. Now your job is to sound happier and actually feel happier. Like say the truth, but you have to work at it. How great is this tool? I've been working on this nonstop on my phone, uh, on my laptop. Uh, anywhere I'm, I have some time, I'll write something. And my goal is to get good scores on all the, all the apps. Good tone, joy, confidence, happy, admire, uh, on Grammarly, there's like admiring, there's um, uh, all these random assertive and all these tones, and I get the positive ones. It's my goal. And then in that moment, we focused on changing our vibration. You should feel better. So that's a written format. And then, of course, maybe you know about this. I don't have it yet, but I look forward to getting it. Amazon has a, pro, uh, a wristband, fitness band called Halo. I've been seeing the ads for it for a while. It's on my wish list. And 
that one, it looks like a band. There's no screen. And I assume it hooks up to an app on your phone or something. But it has a voice tone analyzer. It's If you want, it'll record uh, bits of your voice. Uh, you can train the, you know, like, I, I guess I was reading about it. You can train the band to recognize only your voice. That's when you set it up. And then you're wearing it all day, and then it'll tell you your tones throughout the day. And when your mood changed, according to your voice. And, you know, a voice you can tell a lot from, thus the benefit of audio. You can tell uh, happiness or sadness, or you can tell energy or low energy. You can even tell health. You know, if somebody's sounding wispy and weak, or they're sounding really excited and confident and energetic, Right when you're sick, you sound different, and uh, the same thing with uh, when you're happy, excited, and those things are contagious. So you can just kind of see how you come across to other people. Really useful for uh, people using like you know uh, how you come across to your coworkers, employees, and bosses, whoever uh, people, and also customer service reps can use that to see how they sound to the other person because. We all think we sound okay. This is how we sound. But we don't really know how it really sounds to the other person. So this is kind of a way to use computers to say, this is, on average, according to our data, this is how you're sounding. And if you could change your tone a little bit, the other person will feel more com comfortable, calm, right? You don't want to sound angry and uh, bossy. But sometimes you may be, because with unaware, if you're in a bad mood, you can check your vibration either written or the Halo app. Holy cow, I'm going to get one, and I want to see. And um, that one is a monthly membership, so you can use a fitness band for free. And if you want tone analysis and some of the extra features, the first six months are free, and I believe it's $3.99 per month after that. So six months to try it out, and I want to see how I sound. And I can use that like... Uh, to see, okay, I feel like I'm in the vortex. How do I center it now? Oh, you sound joyful. Ding, ding, ding. High vibrational alert. Best life alert. And uh, we got a vibration tracker. I've been wanting a vibration tracker my many years. Now, this is the best as it comes. And, and eventually, I'm sure it'll be like Star Trek. You can just, you know, there's probably a thing you can just, it'll just tell you. But right now, I can use Grammarly, I can use Hemingway app, I can use IBM Watson Tone Analyzer. I'm sure there's other AI programs out there that are yet to be discovered that from by me, by you. And then Amazon Halo Voice app, tone thing, band. Artificial intelligence to the rescue. Let me know my vibration. And then I can raise it if it's low. Ideally, there will be a thing that just lets you know when you're dipping below... Uh, contentment, let's say, and going down to boredom and below, it's like a warning sign and you'll see, you know, it'll beep or something or buzz or, you know, giving you a little sting, electric shock. Wake up, your vibration's going down. Oh, okay, I got to go meditate. 15 minutes. Give me 15 minutes, right? If you got a big meeting, you want to be in the high vibration before you get there. You don't want to be a low vibration doing negotiations, right? Or, or an interview, or uh, whatever, giving a speech, anything in life, you know, going out of the house, get in the vortex first, Abraham says, and now we got a real way to know it. And I'm really excited to share that with you. I hope you find that useful. I hope you go check it out. It's free. And there's paid versions of it, but you can check it out right now. You can write a paragraph. You can write a page. Put it on all three of the websites. Check out your tone. Bang. Done deal. With that said, can we just talk about the basics of law of attraction? Can we do that? One of my favorite things I do every day, I have to remind myself every day, usually, I have to be like, what's law of attraction again? It's like a daily, I like to stay on the habit, you know? I like to just think about, focus on it, uh, remember it, ingrain it into my subconscious mind for the rest of my life. If I'm going to live for eternity, since I'm going to live for eternity, might as well master this skill, art, 
So it's really important to me. So I uh, remember, remind myself every single day the basics of law of attraction according to uh, ah, so many teachers, all of them, all of them. But said through my eyes and my mouth and my understanding uh, from the suburbs of Chicago, your experience may vary if you're in Jamaica or something, you know, Egypt, India, wherever you are. Law of attraction. So I used to, again, I used to think law of attraction meant think about the thing that I want all day long to get it. If I want a car, vision boards, pictures, test drive it, uh, smell it, imagine that I'm driving it in my house, you know, while I'm in my uh, chair at home visualizing and look at the picture every day and remind me, you know, that kind of a thing. That could work. Uh, if you want money, you do the same thing. If you want a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or just friends, you do, you know, you do that. Uh, whatever you, you want, a dream house, you look at it, right? And then there's another version where it's like, well, just make the vision board, put it away. Don't think about it. Uh, in a picture your house in detail if you want to clip out pictures and location and bedrooms and whatever and you gather it all together you do it once and you put it away if you're a visual person you do that with pictures cut out from magazines or you could do it online and make a visual collage on your laptop phone and you could put it away or look at it you know you could keep it as a background I used to do that desktop background, phone background, or you can just keep it somewhere and forget about it, surrendering it to the universe, some people call it, surrendering it to God, some people call it letting it go, right? I think that one is probably more powerful than the first one, because most people, I'll speak for myself, if I think about something over and over and over, and I don't have it, eventually, like, it just makes me really, like, feel unhappy you just get frustrated because you're expecting it to come tomorrow or today you know you're looking at this thing so it activates lack for a person like me maybe you're different you know there's different humans so i that was that i used to think that was law of attraction i want to parking you know i'm going out with my friends i will just say out loud i'm gonna get the first uh spot when we get there parking and we're gonna have a great table one time that actually happened exactly as i said it and my two friends, I didn't tell them I was using law of attraction, you know, I was, or speaking it into existence. I just said it, and it happened exactly like that. We got there, and car pulled out right at the, it was a packed parking lot, but right in front of the restaurant, I think it was a Thai, no, it was a Vietnamese restaurant. Car pulls out, a pho place, uh, pho noodles. So you, right when we got there, and then we walk in, it's packed, like sweaty, packed. Uh, a really good restaurant at that time. So the owner, uh, I think I was going there so much that she recognized me or I'm just, I don't go there that much, but I was high vibrational. Uh, something where she recognized me. And then um, one time she came up to me and said, you have a face of success. And I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so uh, something like that, you know, a few interactions. So she was there, but she was flustered, flustered because it's a busy restaurant. It's her restaurant running back and forth, and she's like, uh, oh, please, you know, just a few seconds. I don't think she recognized me, and I said, for no reason, I've never done this in my life before or after. This happened like five years ago, maybe. Uh, I just like, I was so in the vortex, I just gave her a hug. Never done that. We don't, I'm not a, no, we don't hug in our family, and I don't hug people. It just came out of me, because I was feeling her frustration, and I was really joyful, and it calmed her down. She got centered. She was kind of like thrown about who, who hugs a random person, a random owner of a restaurant, like some customer. But I felt it. And she was really like happy. And she's like, oh, okay. And then right then somebody got up from the table, their table, and we got the front view table. Now in, you know, in the big picture, that's just a thing. I'm sure you've had that. But that was really fun and I thought that was what law of attraction was where during the day you say we're gonna go here it's gonna be so good 
prepaving, Abraham calls it, usually turns out to be good. But that's really not what law of attraction is. It's not about getting green lights when you drive from Chicago to San Diego. I want to go to San Diego, so I'll use that as my example now. <laughs> I wouldn't drive. It's really far. I would take a plane. It's I think it's a five-hour flight from Chicago. Driving might be like multiple days. But as an example, that type of law of attraction is called manifestation focused law of attraction where if i said front parking spot best great table even though it's packed and we drive there and if it did not happen i could choose to be happy or unhappy right but most likely people will feel like oh it didn't work law of attraction didn't work but that's actually not law of attraction as abraham hicks and i think all the teachers are teaching now, when we talk to somebody and go, what's law of attraction? You give that example, and then people may think, well, I'm going to try that. I'm going to go drive, and I'm going to get all green lights from here to work. Guaranteed. I mean, that's not, maybe you'll get it, but depending on how many lights you got to go through, but odds are probably not. That doesn't mean that law of attraction did not work. It's just a random thing probably unrealistic to always get green lights for the rest of your life, never having a red light. So the, my, my current understanding about law of attraction is it's just about mood management. It's about how you feel. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what doesn't happen. It doesn't matter if you got the red light, green light, parking ticket, no parking ticket, Food, no food, it does not matter, but we choose to be happy. As Marshi Shimov, her book, says, happy for no reason. We set the vibration first by feeling happy. And then whatever comes, comes, but we maintain our balance of emotions. And that is a game that takes practice, that takes persistence, and it's an art, and it's a skill. And, you know, we got tools like these kind of things that will tell you how you feel, but really we know how we feel inside our body, our emotions, you know, gut centers and goosebumps in your hands or whatever the thing is that lets you know your emotion. For me, it's like stomach, gut, I feel it. If I'm angry, I feel it right there first. And uh, when it's clear, like it is right now, I feel good. You know, if you're feeling... Any emotion, it could be like uh, any negative emotion, I really feel it. It, feel, it doesn't feel great. And uh, now I'm used to it. That's law of attraction. That's it. If I follow the breadcrumbs of good feeling, thoughts, and actions, the idea is that it's a hot or cold game where Abraham says emotions are sent to you by your inner being, your spiritual part. Right? That's different than maybe maybe the science medical field may say, well, chemi- you know, there's some chemical release, adrenaline, and whatever, cortisol, or whatever comes out of your body, squirts out, you feel emotions. Sure. Abraham is saying it's a hot or cold. We have constant communication with the spirit world. We're spiritual beings and physical beings at the same time right now. Spiritual beings living a physical experience. Like that French guy, Pierre de Chalard. You know that quote, famous quote that Oprah usually says? You know, uh, we're, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. I heard it from Oprah. Then I read his stuff. And then I heard Tom Brady say that same exact quote back to Oprah in his interview with her. And then Oprah is like, holy cow, that's my favorite quote. And he's like, oh, yeah. Idea is that we're spiritual beings and we have spiritual connection. And Abraham says one of the best ways, recognizable ways that we have as a physical being, a human being, you know, we know if we're going the right way or not, is our feelings, gut feelings, call it emotions, mood, vibration, hot or cold, you know, that kind of a game. And 
spirit is always communicating with us 24-7, every single day, every single moment, through thoughts and ideas and whatever, right? And But you know if something is for you by how it feels specifically to you. I've heard people who meet their partner, they say, I knew she was the one. And I'm like, how do explain that to me? What is that? Oh, I can't explain. I just, I just knew it. Okay. We don't know how they feel inside, but there must be a feeling that lets you know, ding, 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 this girl is for me. Right? Same thing with me. I have uh, feelings about when I find a certain book, I go, holy cow, that's exactly what I was thinking about. The topic, and I found it. Like the tone analyzing apps. I'd been wanting, I was thinking about making one. I don't know how to make one. I was like, how do you make like a thing that tells you how you feel? And uh, it turns out exactly what I want, better than expected for me personally, Grammarly app. Oh, so good. And then I know we'll see how the tone analyzer from Amazon does for the voice. I would love it if I can have, as I'm making a podcast for us, if there was a monitor that tells me how I'm sounding to you. When it dips below, I can, you know, is it interesting? Is it uh, entertaining? Does it sound playful, right? Ah, oh, how great. I'm sure that exists. Somebody must have that. I need it. A live vibrational recognizer, analyzer. And I think every human should be outfitted with like a thing <laughs> that tells you, their tells you their vibration. So when I, next time I go to the airport, I can look at the colors and go to the one that matches like something somebody who's happy, like maybe a green light. Stay away from uh, yellow light people, and then definitely stay away from red light people. And same thing with customers. You can see their vibration and, oh yeah, you're red right now. Well, lucky for you, I'm green and I'm stable, so I can do a great job of lifting your mood by giving you a refund or giving you coffee or right, talking to you, and turn your frown upside down, so to say, how useful is that? I'm sure that's going to happen. So that was a long desire that I had that I just popped a couple days ago. And things like that have been happening where all I do is focus on feelings. Today, this moment, before I go to bed, when I wake up, during the day, paying attention to how my stomach gut is feeling, my body doing my best to remember because each vibrational level has different thoughts. So if you're angry, you probably won't feel like meditating. Law of attraction is bringing you more things to be angry about. That happened to me today for a few minutes. And I had to go back and close the door and go to my room and meditate for like a couple hours. <laughs> Not that long, but you know what I mean. So like I knew, I recognized, okay. And in that moment, now it's a habit. Now I know. Do, do the opposite of what you want to do. Don't yell. Don't fight. So every vibration brings you similar uh, thoughts and action and people and traffic and dreams and daydreams and, you know, events, circumstances. So the main thing we can control is how we feel right now. And then here's a big thing. We don't have to create what we want. We already created it. Because this is not your first day on earth, right? You're not a baby who was just born. Even they are creating, but we've had time. I've had, as far as I know, 40 years. I was born and some people told me this was my birthday and I believe it. <laughs> There's a birth certificate and okay, fine. I guess I'm 40. I feel uh, infinite, but let's assume they're right. You know, 40, 40 years of thinking. And some of those thoughts were about what I want. Some of those thoughts were about what I don't want. And me as a specific being who came here to play the game of life has a specific, uh, let's say, agenda or preferences, right? I like sushi. Some people don't like it. I like ramen. Some people don't like it. We all have, I don't like tomatoes. I've seen people who eat raw tomatoes, <laughs> just like raw they may put some salt on it, but like they eat it like an apple. I don't like even one slice of tomato on my sandwich. Not the end of the world, but I take it out. 
right? Different preferences. And for me, I've lived this long, the preferences have been recorded, so to say. It exists vibrationally. So I don't have to create a new mate, a new career, a new home, income streams. I don't have to recreate. It's been created. My only job, your only job, according to Abraham Hicks, is to feel happy today, now, and then do it again tomorrow, and then do it again tomorrow, and then do it again tomorrow. And then give it time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, rest of your life. As long as we're in the positive emotions, we're attracting our own good luck into our lives. When we're in the negative emotions, we are attracting our own bad luck into our lives. That was a new way that I thought about it today. You know how some people talk about good luck and bad luck and how to change your luck? It's big in the East, you know, I, uh, in India, and I'll speak for myself. I was big into it. Astrology and tarot cards and karma, erasing negative karma through chanting mantras, Buddhist, uh, Tibetan Buddhist techniques. Pranic healing, I was doing that for a while, and they have a way to neutralize or erase some of your negative karma by doing good deeds, giving back helping the needy, donating money for worthy causes, these kind of things, you know, you're supposed to like, when you do good, you get good. And sometimes you neutralize negative karma. And I, I realize what they're saying is, it's kind of true, but from the Abraham Hicks perspective, if you're feeling negative, it's going to bring you negative thoughts, dreams, events, physical ailments, uh, those kind of people that match your mood. Those kind of events, not all in one day, but you'll get more and more and more and more and more. In a way, you created that as an eternal being that who doesn't die. So it's a game. It's a video game. So in the end, there's no big deal, is what I'm understanding. Because you'll die and go back to unconditional love spirit, Abraham says. So this is just a, it's a really real-looking game, <laughs> the realest game there is, life, physical life, where I feel really real. I walk around, it doesn't seem like I'm playing a game, it seems like a real thing. But rest assured, people say, and we've had experiences that, you know, this is more, there's more than it seems. And some people have had near-death experiences and those kind of things, right? psychedelic experiences and meditative experiences. Oh yeah, there's more to this than what we think. And then there are those people who follow flow state, gut feelings, and they oh, they tell us, oh, this is the way, be happy. Unconditional love. So this whole love attraction game is simply a game about managing emotions. The best ways to do that, according to Abraham, are the two best ways that anybody can do anywhere in the world probably any time, any play, there's no restriction. It's just using the mind. Number one is to quiet the mind. Meditation. Being present. You know, looking at your breath. It's all the same thing. Where you quiet thought by doing something, thinking about something else. If you're repeating a mantra to yourself, you're focused on the mantra, so you're not really thinking. And after about 15-20 minutes, you enter that transcendent space, according to TM. Now, people who practice uh, body scan meditation, you know, John Kabat-Zinn, mindfulness, that's one way to do it. 45 minutes, I'll, I'll fall asleep by the time it's like 40. <laughs> it's really relaxing and not really thinking that much during that time. There's some thoughts that come in, of course. And in the beginning of meditation, it's non-stop thoughts. When you first start meditating, it's like a lot. That's another skill you develop over time where once you meditate, weeks and months and whatever, then it becomes easier. But in the beginning, first time, it's like, whoa, it's like racing horses. There's horses in the mind and you're trying to chill. Kind of like that. So there's a body scan mindfulness and there's a breath mindfulness. And of course, Abraham Esther talks about how she listens to air conditioning sounds in her hotel room. That's a form of mindfulness because you're paying attention to a sound, a steady sound. So the mind needs something to focus on. If you give it 
that, then you don't really think for a while. And your vibration raises, your mood raises, because the only thing that lowers your mood is focusing on what you don't want. But it's natural to humans, you know, negative thoughts, negative news. Imagine that something will ha oh, bad will happen, worrying. And so this is kind of a technique to get that other side going, the positive side. So we start by meditation, our vibration rises, our mood rises, and we get like hunches, we get like ideas from spirit. It just sounds, it just feels like an idea, and you go, holy cow, that's the best idea ever. Best idea ever. Where did that come from? Holy cow. A lot of writers and uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, right? She had that famous TED Talk about creativity. That's what they're talking about, you know, like musicians and athletes and writers, they kind of, uh, painters, since they're in the creative field, they know when the idea comes from somewhere else, it just drops into your mind. You go, wait, I wasn't even, but this is the best idea ever. I wasn't even thinking about it that, but it just came to me and it's the perfect solution for me. So we get that from meditation repeatedly, you know, you do it day, 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 every day. And then number two, appreciation, counting your blessings looking for the positives, positive thinking, if you want to call it that, but what's good right now in this room? What's good about my body right now? What's good about my life right now? What's good about my mate right now? What's good about my home? What are the positive qualities about my work? My coworkers, you can go about my city, right? You can work your way out using whatever. What are the good qualities about my cat? I'm sure I told you already, but I got a cat in my vibration. <laughs> I've had a cat before. Uh, and dogs and fish. But I, I think I'm going to get a cat again. Might rescue one. Let's see what Law of Correction brings me. Because they're very low maintenance. And uh, I like the sassiness of cats. I, like do I love dogs. But if I had a huge yard, why not have a huge yard? Private yard. Maybe in San Diego. I'll get a dog so they can just... 365 days a year can go out and it's like 75 degrees. I'll do something like that. So that's in my, in my vibration because I love those things and why not? Now, I'm not thinking about the cat and feeling bad. I'm just, I know, it's going to be happening. So that's uh, love attraction. It's a mood management. So we meditate every day. We appreciate. So I can do that counting my blessings. I prefer to do it spoken. Like if I'm, you know, in the bathroom, like f brushing my teeth or or if I'm driving by myself with music on, like some place that's private and you're already doing something, you can, if you're driving or if you're on a treadmill or something, you know, walking, it's best time because one part of the body is doing something. So it's easier to uh, use the other mind to focus on, what you, you know, the positives. Appreciation. I can do a spoken. I can do a written. I'll I'll start a Google Docs and set a timer for thirty minutes and write as many good things that I can think of that feels good. Last time I checked, I, th I think I did this yesterday, and it was like seventy-five things. And I was surprised because like you would think you could write like infinite things in thirty minutes, but once you start getting into that vibe, you get new ideas because you're in the appreciation vibration, the highest vibration. And uh, you'll get like ideas. So I was like, holy cow. And then I was doing that. And I get, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do this again. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. Oh, okay. And the best way to do that is what do I like about a subject? What do I like about phones, iPhones? What do I like about what are my favorite foods? Why? Who are my favorite people? Why? You know, what are the good qualities of Warren Buffett, Ben Franklin, you know, my kind of people, Louise Hay. And or Buddha, now, that's a technique that people use, some people use where they meditate on the good qualities, the perfect qualities of Buddha. It is supposed to transform you. It's a technique. That's it. And then of course, exercising helps, moving the body. Macer, I'm bringing it back, right? Every day, meditate, appreciate, chant. Chanting could be mentally written out or spoken or Repeated affirmations that feel good to you, or a mantra, power words. Especially when I'm washing dishes or these idle times where the mind can wander, I like to give it something to hold on to. 
and I'm getting better at that practice. So chant, exercise, moving the body, anything that feels good, 30 minutes. Walking counts. I think standing counts. I'm going to put standing in my personal repertoire toolkit because I think if you're just standing and just pacing, that should count. It's walking, 30 minutes. I have to give myself something easy too because, you know, not every day do you want to do like hardcore yoga or a treadmill, but you still want to feel accomplished. So walking counts, standing counts now, stretching counts, foam rolling. These are kind of easy things to do, but they, but they count as exercise in my, in my book. So does stairs, treadmill, yoga, you know, bodyweight circuits, weights. Do I say stairs? Stairs, running, whatever. Dancing, if you're a dancer, or martial arts. Hiking, right? Or yard work. And all that counts. Exercise feels good. Moving the body feels good. Qigong counts. It's very light, but I love Qigong. And, you know, I'm standing and moving, and it's a med moving meditation. It feels really good. And then there's a reframing, which is you can use the Grammarly app or, or the Tone Analyzer or just your gut feelings, focus wheels, EFT, reframe, turn a negative into a positive. It takes work. It is best done when you're already in the vortex, meaning reframing is best done when you're already feeling good. If you're feeling bad, usually reframing backfires. Even if you're feeling good, sometimes reframing can backfire because you know, you're looking at a problem. And if you keep looking at different, different problems to fix it, law of attraction brings you more and more problems to fix. So it's best not to, the saying goes, let sleeping dogs lie. It's best not to go back and find problems to fix. But if something happens every single day or you know, consistently, that pulls you out makes you feel bad every day, you can work on that. That's what Abraham recommends. You do a focus wheel process. I like to do EFT and focus wheel, spoken, grammarly, rewrite, whatever. Whatever method works to change how I feel about something that recurs often and it pulls me out from the high feeling. It could be traffic, it could be driving, it could be neighbors, whatever the thing is. It could be a health issue. As long as you don't feel bad about it, solutions will come at some point in the future or today to fix those things. So like Abraham says, if there are 10 things, 10 subjects in your life, only one is going well, nine are going bad. If all I did today was focus on the one that's going really well and appreciate it and love it, talk about it, write about it, only think about that, the other nine will fix themselves because high vibration fixes everything. But humans don't really just think about one thing all day long, every day. Uh, so it helps to have other things to think about, you know, other tools and processes to use. And in reverse, if nine things are going well and one thing is not going well, the tenth thing, and if I just focus on the problem, the one thing that doesn't work, the other nine eventually... If I keep doing this, we'll go bad because low vibration messes up everything. Said the easiest way, positive emotions fixes everything over time. Negative emotion ruins everything over time. Said another way again, being happy solves all problems because you're happy. Being unhappy ruins the good things too. That's how important emotions are and I'm really thankful for Abraham teachings that I really get it now. It didn't have to take this long for me to understand this. I think anybody, you know, but maybe it did. Who knows? But I'm just glad that I figured it out after 40 revolutions around the sun in this physical life. It's really fun. So that are, those are the basics of love traction as I understand it from years of study that I want to tell you. It's not about the thing that you want. It's just how you feel right now today and keep following that, making yourself happy every day. The right people, the right work, the right, you know, figure it out, but like just do those things that make you happy every day and think things that make you feel happy. And meditate, appreciate, exercise, chant, reframe. You'll be golden. With all that said, we're coming to the close of our weekly chat. 
How's life? I will tell you my life has been the best. It has been in, I will say ever in 40 years, but definitely more than uh, 15 years, 20 years. Uh, that's the best I've ever felt physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and confidence, the highest it's ever been. That's a great thing about exercise that makes you feel confident. Uh, you know, podcasting weekly was a dream that I had for more than 10, 11 years. And I, I have had many podcasts before, but this one is sticking once a week. It feels really good. I really understand law of attraction. And it, when I was a kid, I was a big wrestling fan, pro wrestling. I grew up in the 90s, Monday Night Wars. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know that this is the best time to be a wrestling fan right now. I never thought I would say that in my entire life because I thought the 90s could not be repl replicated. And I checked in with wrestling once in a while just because, you know, old nostalgia. And I listened to a lot of wrestling podcasts and uh, news stories and whatnot. And this weekend, there was the AEW pay-per-view in Chicago. Suburbs. It was actually like the next town over from, like, it's right here, like five minutes away. Ten, no, maybe 20 minutes away. 15 minutes, 10 minutes. A little the next town over, they had it. And it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I saw it on, uh, in the computer. I was not there live, but, and one of the wrestling, best wrestling events I've ever seen. And uh, it made me feel really happy, and it was really exciting, like old school. So the people behind uh, AEW, Tony Khan, and these kind of people that I follow, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and all these guys that I kind of knew about and I watched over the years, they kept saying they're going to make great wrestling. And I watched it. I thought, mm, they've been around for a couple of years, and I thought, mm, it's okay. But this last week... Last couple of weeks, last couple of months, holy cow. And it culminated this last Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, with one of the greatest, I will say, wrestling pay-per-views of all time. But I'd, I'd never watched that many pay-per-views or any when I grew up. I just caught them in demand later. But it was really, like, special. It was really, you felt it. So what they did was, you know, they created a thing where... People can go and feel emotions. And in this case, Sunday, the people crowd was going nuts. There's clips on YouTube, and I posted some on uh, my blog. Maybe you've heard of it. If you haven't, AEW, All Out, Chicago, Get On Demand, Fight TV. Uh, you can get it on the computer and or maybe TVs, whatever. Find a way. Really good, if you're a wrestling fan. But if you just watch the audience... You know, emotions are contagious, so like audience is going wild. I never thought I would see wild wrestling audiences because it's been kind of tame for like 20 years. Back the last time was 90s, and it was the greatest time ever because I, I was a kid, and I was like, well, I can't wait to watch this. It's so cool. Like, you know, it's so like awesome. And I, I've listened to the Tony Khan interviews. I follow this, and... And I thought, they say they're going to do it. I don't think there's a chance. But okay, I'll watch it once in a while. But really, now the tide has turned. At least for now, I really love, I'm really liking it. Now there's a show on Wednesday, Dynamite, every Wednesday. I, I caught this last Wednesday and it was actually good. Like really good. And then there's a new show on Friday, uh, Rampage. Both shows are on American Channel TNT. International might be different. And uh, the Friday one is really good. It's only one hour. It goes by really fast, but it's high energy. And then, you know, I think they have four pay-per-views a year. So uh, it makes them special. But it's really cool. CM Punk came back, first match. Uh, there's a couple of spoilers. I won't spoil for you, but a couple of new three new debuts in the pay-per-view. You probably know about it by now, but, you know. And uh, 
really Chicago crowds are some of the best crowds for wrestling. And holy cow. And I'm I'm like a the rock Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, that kind of a person in the 90s. So a little bit of Sting, of course, Hollywood Hogan, NWO, right? I was more of a WCW fan, but WWE won. But I like Stone Cold. I liked The Rock the best. And before that was, still am, huge Bret the Hitman Hart fan. Legit. And I used to have wrestling video games on uh, you know all the, all the consoles. Played so much that the thumbs will become like uh, bruised up back back in the day, because <laughs> you got to like mash buttons to do stuff, you know. Been to one uh, event only. I, I'm a, I'm more of a let me watch from home. It's more comfortable, but I get it. If the crowd is hot, you're gonna feel like elation, because wrestling is a a live form of entertainment where they can control your emotions by planning it how it's going to turn out, so they know. Whereas real, you know, like uh, regular sports, you don't know if your team's going to win or not. You're hoping they do, but more often than not, your team's going to lose, right? Or in the playoffs, or the championship game. If you're watching, like, uh, fights, I don't watch fights, but if you know your guy may lose. But with wrestling, they can plan it so that they can uh, make your emotions go a certain way. Uh, if done properly, and it looks like they're doing it properly right now, and I'm really enjoying it. It's like, that's law of attraction right there. Because <laughs> people like me all over the world have been asking for like a hot wrestling product that we can watch national level with big time players. I guess a lot of people were asking because there's so many wrestling podcasts talking about the old times. So many. I've heard all of them. Most of them. And, uh, you know, shoot interviews on YouTube and all these things. And uh, somebody was able to allow it. Some group of people, which was Tony Khan, the son of the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. And, uh, you know, his dad is a billionaire and he is a businessman, lifelong wrestling fan. And he started this thing with some people called the Young Bucks, the brothers, tag team wrestlers, Kenny Omega, another big wrestler from Japan, American guy, but made his name in Japan, Bullet Club people. This has nothing to do with the law of attraction. Well, it has everything to do with the law of attraction because they came together, like attracts like. Back in the day, the Young Bucks started a YouTube channel, Being the Elite. Wrestling fans know about this, but back in the day, it was just a vlog on their phone. Low quality, but funny, because they're they're from California. They wrestled on the independent scene, and then they went to Japan uh, and wrestled all over the world, Mexico, and they would have these clips. Oh, this is what we're doing. We're in Japan. We're going to go to TGI Fridays. It's like a joke, right? They're in Japan, but they still eat like American restaurants. <laughs> or behind the scenes of a wrestling event. Oh, we're about to go on, and this is, you know, we're at the airport, and and back eventually turned into a bigger show and bigger show, and they, they met like-minded wrestlers. They became friends, and then they found this guy who's also feeling the same way, but he has money and TV knowledge and business knowledge, and he has connections in TNT, and it just came together, coalesced. And then even then, it took a couple of years, and now it's like the big names are coming over. Love Attraction in action. I got to see it, and it's really wonderful. And I want to share that story with you. That's how it works. Uh, step by step, day by day, but you can have the whole journey being happy if you're just happy. And then you'll look look back one day, you go, holy cow, how did all this happen? It was worth the journey. Like CM Punk, you know, I'm a big, like I was not a big CM Punk fan, but I, I was more of a rock person, right? Like I told you, but I didn't watch wrestling for many years. But once in a while, I would cl- clip on, uh, turn on the channel. Uh, when CM Punk came to Chicago, he's a Chicago guy. And whenever there are pay-per-views in Chicago, crowd goes nuts. It's like a thing. So whenever he was on, I know the crowd's going to go wild. And one of the matches he had with John Cena before he retired, where he was in Chicago, he won the title like seven, eight years ago, maybe longer. The crowd went insane. And I saw that clip over and over because I loved it. And then he was gone and, you know, people all over the country and world, I guess, was ch- were chanting his name. I never thought he would come back. And 
I never thought the crowd would go that nuts. It's been seven years. But they did it right. And they've had many shows now in Chicago the last few weeks because he came back and now they had the Dynamite, Rampage, and the pay-per-view all in the Chicago area, like, same week. And still a hot crowd. So that's how it happens, guys. And I love it. I look at things from a law of attraction perspective, and I love it. That's what happens. Like attracts like. Similar people vibe together. And if you can manage your vibration consistently, and if everybody knows that, you can achieve great heights. Like an Amazon company, right? My favorite company, Apple, Google. Uh, who else is there? The other companies, whoever is big. I'm not going to name them, but my favorite is Amazon. Number two will be uh, Apple. And then there's everybody else. And uh, these are the guys who are somehow managing high vibration. The owner and probably the managers, you know, maybe at that level, they know vibration and they're doing it. Championship teams, 90s Bulls, Michael Jordan. Holy cow, right? The last dance. I got to see a lot of greatness in Chicago. One of the greatest blessings in my life because I was not born here. Just happened to be here when the 90s Bulls happened and then the 90s wrestling happened. And then, of course, Chicago is a huge wrestling town, so they come back here. The vibe is great. And I am really happy for that. And I'll probably go to San Diego anyways for the year-round 75-degree weather and the beaches. But I'm really thankful for everything in my life, and the internet. You can watch these shows in Namibia, in like uh, Indonesia, right? Any, anywhere. You got the internet. You can watch what, if you have the internet, hopefully you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. But that's amazing technology, and we're living in the best time ever. And that's the way I like to look at things and remind myself every single day to count my blessings and now I'm on a roll, and uh, let's go. Let's go to the top. So I hope you have another great, fantastic, wonderful week. I'm working on my vibration every single day. You know that. I'm blogging every single day. Nowadays, my blog posts are double-checked, quadruple-checked. First, I check it. But, you know, Grammarly app has made me a better writer because I'm writing better now. I didn't know I was making all these, uh, I don't want to call it mistakes, but things. Now there's much more clear. And then the Hemingway app and the, the freaking tone analyzer, it's like quadruple checked for vibration. <laughs> and then I post it. So I posted a couple of things that I'm working on. Uh, if you did not see it, go to my site, loadepoc.com. It's, I, uh, I wrote a script for money that I personally made. And then I double, triple, quadruple checked with the apps to make sure it sounds confident, assertive, and joyful and positive. And then, uh, yeah, one for money and then one for work. These are the topics I'm working on for myself, so they're there. I'm not sure if the work one, I knew about uh, these apps at that time. But it's basically like, you know, when you think about a topic, you want to have a default thought, bunch of thoughts. That's your vibration, right? How you feel. So when somebody says, the, how's your money situation? You probably have a story. I have my own story. But if the story is different, positive, and true, then money topic is high vibrational for you. Same thing with work. You know, if you have, how's your work? Everybody has a different answer, and you could probably categorize them into a emotion. Oh, they feel happy, or they feel uh, frustrated, right? Disappointed. But if they're happy, you know, it's working out for you. So we want to be happy about the subjects that are important to us: health, wealth relationships, and this podcast, and my writing. So please, imagine that we're doing great work right here, which we are. And I will talk to you next week. This is Deepak. Have a good one. Again, no ads, no music, no none. We're going straight to the action. That's the kind of podcast I like to do. This week, I did something different for you. I'll tell you that before I go and edit and put it up for you. This week, instead of talking for like 45 minutes straight, one take... One take, Johnson. My new idea today was, it just came to me, I'm making three different segments, on average, 20 minutes each. So I'll record something for 20 minutes, one topic. I'll press stop, rest for five minutes, and think. 
and then make another one, 20 minutes. Repeat it three times, that's 20, 40, 60 minutes total. I'm experimenting with that. You know, I think that'll work having segments. So that's my new evolution in my podcasting. Maybe that'll help you out if you're doing a show because I'm uh, learning as I go along here. So have a great one. Be happy. Meditate. Appreciate for sure. Count your blessings for sure. That's all you got to do. It's the easiest thing in the world, but it's the hardest thing to understand. But once you understand it, you go, oh, that's all it is. Mood management. I can do that. I can do that every day. Chat with you next week. Have a great one. Bye for now.